You know, one of those property brothers is married to Zoe Deschanel. That really? Was yeah. She seems kind of weird, to be honest. Yeah, she's dating a, a, one of those twins. Those those seem like twins that have set that fuck <laughs> ladies together. Just Zoe. Like it's really about the twins, you know. <laughs> it's, it's not about yeah. the lady. Have you ever had sex with twins? No, I've never had sex with twins. <laughs> have you guys ever I had have. sex with twins? I've yeah. never had sex. Male twins? No, I had sex with Adam Zan and his mom. <laughs> They're twins? They look the same from behind. <laughs> <laughs> From beyond, the fuck off. they don't feel the same. Yeah, from beyond, dude. So did from your behind, Adam? Be Adam did. Did Hold uh, on, we're not done. did your did no, your are, mom we're transitioning this, into the movie? No. Was this the only stand-in work uh, your mom did on this movie as the melting guy? <laughs> it's very funny, Ryan. <laughs> I think it's fucking dickhead. Remember the little flying creature with the spiky mouth? The eel that bit the the football player guy. That's your mm-hmm. dick, but it's much. But your dick is much smaller, actually. And it's in a different dimension. Yeah, but it has that, that as big of a oh, hole a in relation to the dick. Like your urethra is that as as big as that mouth. Is that what you're going to say, William? And you're and it's always just biting dudes' faces. Yeah. There's audio playing. Hold on. I don't know what the hell is going on. It's just that cricket. Really jumped in front of that one. I feel good about that. Fuck. All right. We got to, we got to circle back. Okay. Start from one. Yeah. Uh, I was busting in Adam's mom's back wall. (laughs) We got to do all that over again. This is great. Have you hit your mom's back wall, Adam? Shut up. Why does this bother you? <laughs> I don't get it. It's not like we know your mom. This is like an absurd thought exercise. Cheryl? Shut the fuck up. Cheryl Bowers? That's your mom's name. Cheryl your Bowers? Mom's name Cheryl. No, her name is Creaky Bowels. <laughs> it's We're riffing, We're riffing it's baby. Yeah, you Creaky Bowels. I'm glad we warmed up. <laughs> It's fun. Make a joke about your mom's asshole. Try it. Just a uh, little one, Adam. Just make a little riff. It can okay. be it can be positive. You have an asshole like a 66-year-old woman, William. Thanks. Probably. Honestly, probably. <laughs> That's great. It's much worse than that. Oh damn. Yeah, you do have a really bad butthole. From what Did I've you heard. fuck because you fucked me in my asshole? <laughs> yeah, sure. Adam's always yeah. fucking me in my asshole. <laughs> Ryan's just trying to get the. Uh, I'm trying, hotel to, design. trying to get my <laughs> right. Come on, riff. You. This is what riffing is. You just go with the flow. I don't like. I don't like, I don't like being the focus. <laughs> we're t- not taught. We're focusing on your mom. Yeah, she's a beautiful lady. Yes, she is. I think, Inside and I out. think 
I think it's actually prettier when yes. a woman doesn't yes. have teeth. You know what I'm saying? That's like one thing I like Why? about Adam's mom. Why? Well, you can just like fuck her face really good, like really hard. And so teeth have been the problem with you haven't been able to fuck anybody. I mean, face she's so gummy. Teeth get in the way. <laughs> well, I mean, I just like to really hold her head back, like um, that monster in Beetlejuice. Remember when they wore the, the crazy faces? <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> 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 right now, Adam. <laughs> right now, He's getting Adam really looks, mad. Adam looks like somebody on like Mari when the other person is just going off saying a bunch of lies, and it's not his turn to talk yet. Be throwing chairs. Like, He's being a mature guy. He's like crossed his legs. He's just like guys. I'm a dad. He's turned into our dad. Yeah, it's like uh, a fifth year old. It's like a. It's like two bad kids, and they're. Their dad is that yeah. enough? You know, I actually yeah. um, watched this movie with my dad. You watch every movie with your dad. Okay, well, I thought it was going to be a scary one, so I wanted, I needed somebody there. Were you scared? Hold his dick. I was. There was a. Um, I was not scared. There was. Um, <laughs> a but couple, did you hold his dick? Well, yeah, that's when just how got we watch scared. movies. Just so I know he's there. It's like a security blanket. Right, right. <clears throat> it's also detached and in a jar. A little tiny yeah. jar. I keep it on a necklace around my neck, so I'm pretty much holding it at all times. Oh, okay. I thought you had maybe like put on a S&M leather outfit and reached your no, hand under the, under the blanket. After watching this um, this movie, though, I think I'm gonna get into it. S and M, not doing that with my dad, but <laughs> it looks you like doing, you're Adam? going to do a show. <laughs> it looks like you're going in between the little grass blades. Adam's in. Adam's, <laughs> Adam has been shrunk. <laughs> Adam has been shrunk and now he's in the grass. He's been lost. I shrunk. And yeah, I've, I've been dis down to displaced. Grass size. Dis and displaced. Ryan said hotel desire. No, nothing unusual. In, in Bleakmore. Yeah, on Adam's Zoom background, there's little follicles growing up and around him with the little <laughs> drops they do. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Anything else you want to add? Well, it looks it looks beautiful down there. He's so Thank pissed. Did you ever see Honey I Shrunk the Kids? Getting pissed. Of course. I heard about it. I saw you Honey know. I Blew Up the Baby. <laughs> <laughs> honey I Blew the Baby. <laughs> up. I blew With up. Rick, the starring Rick Moranis. <laughs> The wacky that scientist a... that accidentally sucks his baby's dick. <laughs> He's working on some. He has to explain it to his wife. <laughs> uh, no, you don't. I'm apologizing. Why is everybody mad at me? I'm apologizing. It's, and it's not the even machine, a comedy. The machine made me do it. Yeah. One of it his uh, Rue Goldberg devices. Yeah, he turned on the machine. He got horny and he blew the baby. 
the res- like yeah, some- he made the resonator. Like Do you know who wrote against his back? Do you know who wrote Honey I Shrunk the Kids? Um J.R.R. Tolkien. This is one of my nerdy questions. I, I already know the answer. Yeah, because nobody cares. Brian Yuzna. Uh, don't 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 say. Don't say. Would Brian we know? Y- Would we Well it, Adam is correct, Brian Yuzna and Stuart Gordon wrote it. Who's that? And who's that? That's the producer and director of From Beyond. They wrote Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Oh Brian Deesna. I could Brian tell these nuts. He should be called Brian D's nuts. <laughs> we heard you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Just wanted to make sure that got uh, you know, got in there. No, no, the I gotta do it. You ruined the segue that I spent so long setting up <laughs> with all that work. Honey, I blew up the segue. Yeah, <laughs> it just blows up. Exactly blows up their segue. Yeah, they spent a lot of money on. So which which one did he write first? Honey, I shrunk it. Did they write Honey, I shrunk the kids first, or did they write From Beyond? Seems like it's kind of a from the same and era. I was I was gonna say is it the same world? Like in yeah. is it the same universe? Honey, I shrunk the kids is not a H.P. Lovecraft story. <laughs> The Go interesting on. thing is that they didn't the even write chilling. from beyond. Yeah. That Another writer. was like the thing. Wasn't there a bunch, wasn't there a bunch of HP Lovecraft movies coming out at that time? Well, first they did reanimator together Which and then they good. And then they made um a movie called Dolls. So this whole set in From Beyond is the same set used in a movie called Dolls, which they shot right before that. But um, yeah, there's some other H.P. Lovecraft movies. Oh, that's there's cool. one. There's one called. Is it the Curse? That was ju- that was just remade as um, that Nicolas Cage movie. The Color Out of Space. Yeah. It's I, the same I, story. I, uh, I'm gonna watch that movie. I'm going the Curse. To I'm gonna do it. I'll watch any Nick Cage movie. Is it the Curse? <clears throat> no. Oh, uh, well, the Nick Cage movie is called Color Out of Space. Yeah, I think it's the curse. Yeah, meteorite lands near a family farm during a storm in Tennessee. The son of a struggling farmer believes it's connected to a strange plague-like event afflicting the crops. Yeah, so they made Dude, a bunch should, of... Richard Stanley should have made this movie, remade this movie. This movie is awesome. This movie is very cool. Nicolas Cage in this movie would have been <clears throat> cool. As who? Yeah. As the masochistic the guy that turns into the turns into the demon so what is that's good casting right what is what is the um i don't know how to say what is what is there what is his profession that guy i forget his name scientist (laughs) these are scientists ryan yeah and they're just you know the average like every like most scientists they're sexual sadists (laughs) in the beginning of the movie there's a scene where Jeffrey comes, you know, wakes up uh, the other guy, knocks on his door, and he's in there. He puts on that like silk robe. Originally, what was happening is they cut, they shot a scene and they cut it where that, um, where that guy was nailing a nail into a woman's tongue. 
Well, yeah, I was, I was wondering because they didn't really, other than one scene later on in the movie, they didn't really mention that he was like in the what? Um, just yeah, a kinky guy. Yeah, I, I really hated the kink shame on this because it was pretty basic yeah. stuff. Yeah, what they're like, everybody was kinky is bad. It's gonna turn yeah, into I, a monster. I, I, in the I watched the movie. I I didn't see any kink shaming whatsoever. The um, there is th- like three lines. The big dude, the football player guy, says he's into some weird shit. He is a weirdo. Also, I think it's implied that it's guy. like too far. Yeah, he, and then he says he's kink shaming the guy. Yeah, no, I'm going to been, kink it, shame this guy right now. now. Let me ask you something. If he this had, is weird. If he had been nailing a woman's tongue before, would that have made it more? plausible like would that be like hey that is kind of kinky consensually i don't know this i never saw the scene but let's say it was consensual what kind of like how big is the nail i don't know i feel like that's where I mean, they're get, we're gonna get well, you you gotta go inches by it's now it's essentially a tongue piercing ultimately that's all it is well that's probably what it was then no that's fine and you don't think, yeah, but don't you think that character, but don't you think that character saying that's weird shit says something about him? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. What's your well, larger that, point, William? That's not the movie kink shaming. That's just a character saying like, that's weird. Yeah. Cause he's a boring little starfish probably. A little that... pillow princess. <laughs> Whoa. I don't like you starfish shaming Ryan. Why? It's boring. Yeah, don't shame the pillow princesses. Yeah. See, two two can play that game. I want somebody. This is okay. I'm going to reveal some stuff here. First of all, I've never had sex. I've never even had sex. I've said that so many times. I've never even had sex, self sex. I'm saving myself for God. And I would like him to be the first sexual encounter I have. God. God. Yeah. I mean, th- he's omnipotent. Think about it. Breaking in all the walls, dude. He wouldn't even be just hitting the back walls. He would be hitting left, right, roof, it would be ceiling. Cool if God was a lady, <clears throat> and then he fuck or like you know, it was like Gaia, like Mother Earth, was an actual like lady that was like all made out of trees and water and stuff, and you could like fuck, fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to fuck trees. I don't know. It'd be cool to fuck like a giant god lady <laughs> lady of course how would you do it like crawl how? up or just like hump the toe yeah i mean how big is like this how big are they yeah a giant like the size of a planet i mean that's pretty big oh it's a god uh that's true you just like it'd be like an ant humping your toe well, it could shrink down to like normal size to, you know. To so then it, it, you just have to be like having sex with a normal person. Like a rose bush. Well, or like made out of the trees. What if you could like stick your water. dick in a flower? <laughs> yeah, you could do that. Something a little more tangible, a little more. Yeah. There's just like a flower with like a pussy in the middle of it. And think about those Dude. STDs. Those STDs well, would help pollinate and populate bees. Well, yeah, bees. When you think about I'm, it, you know, flower, I'm gonna go fuck. I'm gonna go have sex with some plants. <laughs> a, a flower is you give like a, a bee. You give a bee colony hepatitis C. 
<laughs> I'm the reason they. Yeah. The entire species, the entire honeybee species goes out because of hep C. Yeah. And it's just a picture of me. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan, you don't have any STDs because you're a virgin. So Yeah, I do. I've had canker sores. Now, Tommy Lee, on the other hand, he is hep C positive. Wait, why? Tommy Lee Jones? You don't got to air Tommy Lee's dirty laundry right now. you have to it's like registered sex offenders you ha- they have to say it and cops I mean, they have to say they're a cop wait does news. pamela anderson also have hep c or something of course probably who do you think outed him i think we all watched that happen in that one porno <laughs> yeah that's but just be, watching somebody get hep c it'd be, and, I and whoever steered that boat next whoever honked that boat's horn next <laughs> yeah also just like the nicest guy in the world <laughs> The guy like finally renting a boat for the first the, time. He's a dad, a father, and is like some suburban yeah, yeah. father and his. Here, son, you want to you want to practice driving the boat? Here, like, come hey, honk dad. the horn. Here, son. honk the horn. It's fun. Three weeks later, dead from Pepsi. Yeah, just goo dripping from it. Or it was um. <laughs> Gross. You remember how like the guy from Papa Roach got herpes from his uncle kissing him on the lips? No, no. You well, that's you a thing. Story, right? Nope. But I'll go yeah, with that's it. That's a thing. That's a that thing. That sounds about right. Uh, sorry, I thought I was kind of expecting just like universal recognition. Um. Uh. Yeah, it's like it's like the guy from Papa Roach's uncle. Like, gets up and is like, "I love boats." <laughs> Kisses the <laughs> steer, steering wheel or something like that. And then when and he's he like, "Come here." You guys have seen? <laughs> yeah. And then he gives it to his nephew. And then the nephew goes the... on to form Papa Roche. Just something like that. <sighs> Sorry. Now I feel bad. Like none of my uncles have ever kissed me on the lips. Was yeah. I not loved? You don't have Italian uncle. Yeah, I do. Papa Roche oh. is in an Italian band. My uncles kiss their fingertips. More than they ever kiss me on the lips. Mm. That's how Italian yeah. they are. I know. That's like the problem with Italian uncles. Is yes. that their fingers are always pruny from... Mm. Yeah. Too busy kissing their fingers. Not not enough time kissing their nephews. <laughs> I'm reading about this Papa Roach guy. Papa Roach... Yeah, it seems like Papa Roach's Jacob E. Shaddix confirms he has herpes, denies he got it from his uncle. What? That's not what I heard. I mean, are you if spreading you gotta, fake? Are you spreading you fake news, Adam? No, Adam. Fake news is the media's version of Hep C. So I'll wow, be spreading that shit. <laughs> yeah, Adam's gullible. I mean, I don't know. Just because he denied it, I like, told some. Love, you can get I, Hep I told, C from your uncle. What? You so he's like, I got Hep C from a grocer. He said it's herpes. Okay, see, you're just or spreading herpes. new rumors. No, these are old rumors. You're a gullible man. You believe every some, rumor. I told some too. I also some, heard Marilyn Manson can suck his took out his a rib so he can suck his own dick. Yeah, he did. I've seen it. Oh. At the Hotel Desire. <laughs> Your head. <laughs> <laughs> it's the end of the Hotel Desire commercial. Um 
I told a dude today that, that the your intestines yeah. are are at like around sixty five feet long, and I said it, and I believe I like believed myself. Like it just came. <laughs> we were just talking about intestines. I was talking about so I was talking about the world's largest like recording record poop was like 25 yeah. feet long or something like that. It was something crazy. And there's wow. video of it. And it's this woman Ew. who pooped down. <laughs> she held, she held her poop in for like seven days and the intestines are only like 15 on. feet long. Unconnect, uh, unbroken. Hold on. Hold unbroken. On, on. You can look it up. She also like taped her asshole shut. Like she plugged her asshole shut. I knew William would know about feet. this. To back and it a, up. a woman in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yeah, and she did it in a bowling. I would have guessed. I would have guessed. This lady's Florida. cool. I, the most impressive thing about that, you can see the video. She's like squatting and walking as she's going, as she's like laying it out, like a like a just an Italian person rolling a fresh homemade noodle. What the fuck, I'm watching. <laughs> and the most impressive thing, she's not wearing bowling shoes, and she does not slip. She doesn't slip. You think do you the Chariots of Fire music was playing when she did this? <laughs> yeah. Very inspirational. It's like the end what of the movie. What I want to know is, d- did the bowling alley know? Like, was this a Guinness Book yes, of World it was all, thing? No, yeah. They they were totally into it. And did she throw a strike? This will be did a movie one day. <laughs> a Disney movie? Like an inspirational? Yes. Air Bud oh, cool running, sort of. Like a ta- yeah. I, Tanya. Oh, sure. Edgy. You she know, be like a, her it, butthole. How did like she a, sleep? Um, she was just like, owie, owie, owie. I got a shit real bad. My tummy hurts. Why? That's the audio if you watch the video. Imagine the relief, it. though. <laughs> That's what Adam's mom said the night I fucked her. <laughs> what? She was relieved when you left? When you finished? Oh. What? No, Ryan. Gotcha. <laughs> that's that's something I learned doing banter at the Hotel Desire. They have a dirty, sticky bar. We're going to have to start over. I think that's to warm up. No, we can't. I can't do more that much later. Let's just right, tra- no, start let's, talking about the let's movie. Start from the let's start from the beginning. We gotta start. We gotta start. We gotta start from the, the beginning, and then that'll let's just start be from the beginning. There's plenty of funniness in the beginning. No. Okay. So, what were we talking about? Wait. Break, let's control this transition. Back wall. No. We're hitting that. We're hitting the back <laughs> wall. <laughs> we're talking about the lady <laughs> Dang, with the poop, dude. the long poof. <laughs> now. It'd be cool if like poop. that's the name of the movie. It's like Lady in the Window. <laughs> the lady with the Yeah, you're right. We've been talking we've been like bullshitting for way too long. I didn't realize <laughs> that it was eight forty five. The shitwalker. We gotta think of a pitch for that movie. The lady in the the lady with the long poop. Um Con- constipated Karen, constipation nation. Portrait of a lady on fire. That's what it's called. How pissed would you be taping your butthole closed for seven days for to to build up enough poop inside of your body so that you can break the world record twenty six <laughs> feet and then you and then you go and you and it's just all diarrhea. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you feel like pretty stupid. 25, yeah, 25 pounds of just liquid. Then they're like, it's going running There's into like, the gutters and then they like, of the bowling they alley. Go, they go to the judges and the judges are like talking back and forth. They're like, well, so I mean, it's, and he's like, look, it's, uh, it's one very long stream of diarrhea that I, I squirted out of my butt. I mean, come on. And the judges are like, well, and like they open like a rule book they're like "Mm." and then like a referee comes out and is like disqualified (laughs) yeah you just like cry if you would have got if you would have got it in a bucket we could have done most gallons of diarrhea but (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, now imagine (laughs) if they scooped up the diarrhea squeegeed it and they soaked yeah. they soaked it up with towels, and then rang it over a hundred and ten pieces of paper, and that was the screenplay for From Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> no, this the screenplay was good. I know. I'm just kidding. I just needed to was make a transition. Same. Okay. Yeah, I like the screenplay. I like, good. Good transition. It, it I made like me want to read HP Lovecraft. It made me want to like go. I want to read a HP Lovecraft book. You should. Yeah. So the original story this is based on by H.P. Lovecraft is only seven pages long, and it only encompasses what? like the first five minutes of the movie. Serious? Oh, oh, oh wow! Yeah. yeah. So they had to expand past that story and extrapolate something. So originally they wanted oh, they to do. Did, um, they did well then. They wanted to do Dagon, which is a movie they made later, where like people are turning into fish monsters, but the the movie producer guy um i think charles ban it was him and then he was like no that's dumb that doesn't make any sense no people turn into fish no come on is not the plot of the disney movie that's coming out tomorrow the pixar <laughs> the movie disney animation movie yeah yeah, yeah i don't pixar. think he wanted to pay for the visual effects so yeah so they made um they shot this whole movie in italy so none of the Almost none of the um, other actors in it speak English. So they shot it like super dirt cheap. I think they spent like less than $2 million or something. Or am I, or am I miss, or am I missing up? I might be mixing this up with another movie. Yeah, because everybody, everybody was speaking. I know it was all audio dubbed, but everyone was speaking. It's definitely shot in Italy. I forget. The acting they used to the, do this all the, the time. The side people are is is kind of bizarre though, and that kind of explains it, I think. Yeah, so like, there's all a lot of things are shot on set. So at the beginning of the movie, when you see the house, like whenever you're outside, you see the house. That's a set. That's why yeah, all these camera moves are weird. Okay, and it's and it's like pitch black outside of the house, and the house apparently is very little. It's like a miniature house. So like mm. they made it look like a like a three story mansion. Yeah, and they added like corn, corn like leading up to it in a gate. Yeah. So um, yeah, they this is the whole team of like from Reanimator, and this is like the semi sequel. Although they later did make a sequel, the Reanimator, uh, the, the Bride of Reanimator. Wait, what's what's Reanimator about? I really like what this movie is about. It's like a zombie type, isn't it? No, no Reanimator. Kind of, well, it's kind of it has like Living Dead. So like Reanimator is about um, 
two medical students or they're two young doctors, they're, but they're like, I think they're medical students and they go to um, school together. And one of them is really obsessive. That's uh, Herbert West played by Jeffrey Combs, who's the lead in this movie. And he's, he has this green goo and he's using it to like reanimate the corpses in the morgue at the school and like, and okay. Then, so uh, yeah, it's like a bringing dead back to the life thing. And then the roommate guy is dating this girl and her father runs a school and then eventually his head gets cut off and then. Okay, sure. The, now it, what's this movie? I want to see the similes <laughs> from beyond. So this movie, it's like, like I said, the script, the story is only seven pages long. So they're just making up all this shit afterwards. So I think, I don't know if the sexual desire thing was explicit the way, like explicit in the book or the short story, the way it is in this movie. Like, I think they just were like, let's get them horny and let's have some like cool visual effects. And then we can shoot it on the set and then it'll be like, <clears throat> We can reuse the set for this other movie we're making, Dolls, which is not nearly as good. But and I don't get I don't get what so they're in from the beyond. Big simil, the big similarity between From Beyond and Reanimator is the father-in-law character in Reanimator who has his head cut off. He's very horny and he's very gross and he's like disfigured and he's the guy that uh or is he even the father because he goes down on the girl the actress barbara crampton i guess they're not related so he like goes down but he's like really gross and creepy and horny and then that guy the doctor um is his name william pretarius the bad guy <laughs> in this william. movie he's uh you know, he's very thought, creepy. He's very gross. He's very I horny. thought he was going to be cool. Anytime I see, and this is my bad. This is on me. But anytime, anytime the introduction to a character is somebody in a like silk kimono slash rope type thing. And that's it. Cool. I go, this dude is going to be cool. And I'm usually probably about 10% right with that. And this was one and of those. That, this this was bad. the ninety percent. Yeah, this one fell into the ninety percent. No, it's cool, dude. I've always wanted to just walk around like a like a sleepy samurai, only wearing a kimono, but I don't got the body for it. And I, you know. Yes, you do. Don't say that. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> no problem. No, my body is not honorable enough to be a samurai. To it's wear a silk robe. <laughs> you do have to like, like, you know, yeah, it's like most people who wear silk robes are douchey or whatever. I guess it's just a man thing. Like women can wear whatever they want, but like a man that wears a silk. Is oh, a man can't be comfortable. Well, I mean, you, ha you have to <laughs> well, have like very high honor to not be a douchebag wearing a silk robe. That's the thing. What about what about sweaty, disgusting guys who just lounge around in tank tops all day? Uh, those guys are cool. Are they high honor? Yeah, yeah it's like a low that. honor situation. It's probably the lowest form. Look, this of guy honor. is a a scientist, 
He's doing amazing experiments. You know, he likes. Yeah, what uh, are they have, doing? He likes to have a little S and M sex. Yeah, he just to blow off some steam. Okay, so they're using the resonator, and they're they're stimulating the p- pineal gland, right? Yeah, so the pineal gland actually, um, they think might be running your day and night cycle because it's sensitive to light. Who's that? In, in the movie, <laughs> or in the doctors? Movie? No, in the in real life, the pineal gland is real. Yeah, your third eye. A lot of cultures. That a lot of cultures that I visited. Uh, <laughs> on your travels on my, like <laughs> my worldly tra- well you know i've been traveling this last year and a half pretty much everywhere yeah. and they're like you know or die i don't know what they're saying because they're usually speaking different languages but aren't you staying with your parents in nebraska <laughs> yeah and they you know that's kind of my home base i'm here a couple days a week and then i'm probably gonna be in uh, India. Bossing, bossing say next week. That sounds very exotic, Brian. It's from the last Avatar. Oh, I see. Wow. I see. So um, mm-hmm. that's cool, man. They're yeah, all so about I, pineal gland. I don't know what I don't know what they're doing in this movie. They're they have a light bulb, they have a big tuning rod. They have a lot of power. They have a lot of computers and they're just turning it on and everything goes pink. And then they find um, they're opening up like another dimension. So yeah, all those like weird in another dimension, everything's a monster to us, to us. Yeah. But they could basically be like prehistoric. It's kind of like deep sea life. It was literally eels. Those were literally like eels. And I think H.P. Lovecraft hated sea life. He hated fish. So he villainized them? Thought it was scary. Yeah. He was, he like found them so disgusting. I mean, probably like one of those guys that would wear a t shirt at the beach. He's also super racist. Is he? Maybe I don't want to read one of these books. I believe he called his dog the N word. Like that cat. was the dog's name. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's it's kind of like, a funny name for a cat, actually. <laughs> well, there's also a movie where there's a British movie about guy like called the Dam Busters. I think they have a dog they call the N-word. And that's like a black and white movie from the 40s. And that's not even that long ago. And they're not it like sound, it sounds like a black and white movie. And they're not like racist, evil, yeah, psychotic writers, alcoholics shut-in types they're they're like they're like the heroes of the movie they're like come here and then like in this in the um the new version they redubbed it and they call them trigger so like come here trigger let's go but thank god you know it's funny like there's so many movies from the past and it's like it's very rare to see like that kind of overt racism in an old movie And you think there'd be so much more of it, considering the culture? Oh, I'll send you some links. You got the, you got the. D- I got, oh, I got a big underground file, shit, dude. big file. Was in my travels. I pick up a lot of nasty movies in my travels. 
That's cool, man. I, I, like, I, I uh, Anthony Bourdain, but you're just finding <laughs> yeah, movies that have just, <laughs> racist, racist movies. That wouldn't be that hard. Um, that'd be cool, dude. Yeah, that would be really cool. It's like that. You know what would? You know what? Funny is that. You know what would be cool if I couldn't find any movies with racism. That would yeah. be cool. The thing yeah. is, Anthony Bourdain would do that, like on the show, though, like as like an he, aside. I remember in Tokyo, he like looked at like hentai. He's like, I'm reading hentai with this hentai artist. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. He was kind of racist, racist towards veganism. He was very brutal towards veganism. Any chance he got, he was like, oh, yeah, mean. he talked a lot of shit about it, right? He was a mean. He was mean. I'm sorry, Ryan. Well, no, well, I'm glad he, I'm glad he's gone. That meat killed him, right? <laughs> no, he. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I love, too, I love Anthony Bourdain. Rest in. Oh, we talked about this. Ossia Argento's uh, broke his heart. That's my theory. Hmm. But she's awesome. So I mean, I don't blame him. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I also she's think awesome you know, I have clinical kid. depression and anxiety and problems like that. That he was constantly working on. Sure, sure. Hey, she's just really cool. Sorry. I mean, it. I bet it was a hentai. Um, I bet he read hentai, and then uh, <laughs> I can't can't get better than this. He just got really into hentai, and then it ruined his life. <laughs> uh, they just find him, and it, where they're cleaning out his apartment, and it's just wall to wall. Like body hentai. Well, he's just laying. Hentai, he's just laying under it. Based. It collapsed on him. <laughs> it like could a, fell like off. a hoarder. <laughs> Killed, crushed by hentai. His Just landlord massive. in this, in this situation, he, he lives in like a studio apartment and his landlord is, uh, he like, what? Cause he spent all his money, all his Bourdain money, all his travel money he spent on hentai. And right, uh, of course his landlord's like, yeah, he just would never leave his room. <laughs> I found him in there. I saw, uh, I saw some hentai slipping out from under his door and I opened it and it was, yeah. Just a pile of hentai falling Just on Just a you. pile of hentai. But catching you like a wave and then like pushing you down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... A... Like on your stomach. And the landlord just... Just going down the hall. Like a, yeah. a, the blood scene in The Shining. Yes. Or, you know, that, that one scene in the in, uh, From Beyond. The movie we're talking should we talk about was there a scene like that what about ratatouille dude when he goes down the sewer there's a hentai scene in that yeah oh. yeah no but he's like floating around <laughs> yeah like floating on. I, I guess we should go over the cast so obviously the guy who plays like the really horny creepy dude ted sorrell is awesome he's mm-hmm. he does have a very he's not in a lot of movies he's in network but i don't remember him Cool. This is like his biggest movie, and um, he's kind of like an Anthony Weiner type of guy. Well, he's Greek. He, no, he's way manlier. Uh, way, way manlier. He wears a kimono. Anthony Weiner could not wear a kimono. Anthony Weiner wears. That's the guy that Carlos sent a pic, that guy sent a picture of his dong, right? Yeah. <laughs> Anthony Weiner is somebody that wears like a cotton um, robe, shirtless that he stole from some like mid-level hotel different kind of rope guy anthony whatever this guy is from this movie silk kimono resonating that pineal gland yeah 
a man's robe was a lot about his personality. That's why I don't own any. I I don't want anybody, any assumptions. Yeah. Yeah. Hugh Hefner, he's famous for his robe and and nobody else. So then the other guy in the movie, uh, (laughs) another cool actor is Ken Faree from uh, Dawn Dawn of the Dead. He's the black guy. Oh, that's where that guy's from. Okay. I was that dude's, to, uh, that, dude's that like, he's like 17 feet tall. That guy's huge. Um, he's a big guy. I mean, he's, he's, he was he cool. Get, he was I like favorite. the scene where he eats three dumplings and he gives everybody else one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> For a second, I Any thought he was making like him. red lobster cheese biscuits. So it does he say like he plays football in this movie? He said he, he yeah. used to play pro football and then I forget why he quit. Okay. Isn't it funny and, that we just watched the principal and then there's another movie a week later, made like the same time yeah. period where a black guy's like, yeah, I used to play football. Like that was just like a stock. Yeah, it's, well, it's almost yeah, like there's yeah. like stereotypes and screenwriting of the time. Yes, exactly. Like, and it's just, you know, well, like, but that are sometimes true. Yeah. But why couldn't he be like a successful businessman? Well, it's yeah. also that he's uh, being the, he's like the tough guy. He w- was he, wasn't he also literally a football player Probably. in real life? Well, I mean, he's black, so. <laughs> no, his career began in off You could assume, theater. right? That's what they, <laughs> See, it, it started in off-Broadway. That's like the <laughs> furthest away from football. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's not. The thespian. <laughs> An actor, or he's not a, he's um, a beautiful soprano. <laughs> he's on Facebook. Oh, that's cool. Oh, Adam. Facebook. That makes sense. Adam has a friend. Adam has a friend on the pod. He's not. Um, he never played football. So Adam's yeah. racist. So then later in the movie, they I said I was the one that said that, but later in the movie, no, I uh, am too. Um later in the movie they put him in what is supposed to be a professional jersey like his old football jersey but it is clearly a t-shirt that they like designed tape around the arms to look like it's I don't, a t-shirt. I don't think it's a t-shirt I think it's like um it is not like jersey a, I material. think it's like a nursing scrub so it's something like that where they clearly just bought something cheap and tried to make it look like a football Jersey. So apparently this is a big problem in Italy is getting American props. Like they're the reason why they drive that Ford van is because that's the only van or the only like American car they could find. And do they use the that time. as the ambulance too? Probably. I mean, I love this movie though. I loved how they did it all like that and it okay keep going yeah it, knowing that it's an italian made movie kind of well, it's, uh, it's americans helps. working in italy but they're sure, doing but it in american it's, style it's nice it feels like an italian yeah. movie which is like a good thing i think for this type of movie i thought it felt like it has a cheapness to it that you know knowing that it's like you you can enjoy it for that instead of uh you know have that i thought well, it had not, a real real snuff box those guys from snuff box um, Darth Lundgren's Dark Room or whatever that show was called. 
You know what Mark I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. You thought it was like a British comedy show from no, but years that's ago? that. That's like what it seemed like they were spoofing in that British comedy show. Is oh, movies yeah, like this? It's like melodramatic, like sci or like intense science conversation. Yeah, stuff like that. Well, I think um, they're spoofing. The it's same kind of like thing. a '50s movie. Kind of yeah. felt, felt like a '50s movie. They're spoofing like. I, Snuffbox is a little like earlier Nine from outer space, but yeah, sure. There's some element in this, or like a uh, Garth Marenghi. Garth Marenghi. Um, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This movie has like an interesting thing because it, it's kind oh, of like hold on. that. Okay. What about Barbara Crampton? She's great. That's the girl, the lady. It's the actress. Oh my god, dude! I Act fell in four. love with her. It's so <laughs> Any funny. Scene in like, particular Did that happened um, scene specifically. So when the movie oh, starts, she's wearing glasses. Scene. She's wearing glasses. Oh, she's being that, uh, that got me. Her hair is tied up or up. Boom! Number two got me. And she visits uh, Jeffrey Combs in the hospital, and he's totally nuts. Jeffrey Combs. And then later on, after the resonators turn on, she gets very horny. They all do. That's what and it does. It, yeah, but she gets the horniest. She gets really horny. Yeah. That's yeah. a very nice, pleasant coincidence. Right, boys? Is that when you fell in love with her, Ryan? When she, uh, got, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It's later in the movie when she has a costume change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's after it's after the the giant snake eel in the basement. So she puts on this like here we can watch the clip. Cause then and you're gonna hate that I say this, but once I once it got to that scene, I think if this is the one we're about to watch, yes. Then I was like, hell yeah, I feel like I'm watching a graphic novel. This scene? Are you talking mm -hmm. about hentai? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Well, what you're watching is an exploitation movie. You know, and yeah, it is like a comic book. Because now she like, now um, she's in like a costume. So it's kind of tight. And it's like, okay, whatever. Lipstick, I'm not a big fan of lipstick because like it, it literally is a, it's a uniform. I mean it's a movie prop. I'm saying a costume yeah. for like a movie costume. Oh, uh, I see, I see. But like but, here, like this is a superhero right here. This is like Catwoman. Uh, this has Catwoman yeah, vibes yeah, all over Catwoman. it. So like, she goes meow. She did you a just Playboy. Never worn a sexy outfit, Ryan. You don't know what it's like. No. She did I'm a Playboy le leather, black leather. Look at the look at the background. She's basically. I mean, she. Well, it then, is like an explicit outfit. It's essentially what, like Blood Rain? Like this is a common outfit in comic books. This is like how a character. Yeah. Is but it's just an S and M. And then look outfit, at that dude. He look, that, look at that powder. Just... That powder ass looking dude. His yeah. acting is so good. Even him just laying there and being like sick. <laughs> it, is I good. honestly, I did not like this guy until he lost his hair. <laughs> I didn't like That's... his acting until he lost his hair. Really? Wait till I, he, he, I think he's. Yeah. Wait till he gets startled. His startled, his startled <laughs> acting is so good. I think it's here. Yes. Don't jerk me off. Does his head move? 
Ah. Yeah. He's still, you can tell he's, he's breathing heavier. So you can, he knows he's, just he's awake. He's like, yeah, he's like, maybe if I don't move, she'll keep going. <laughs> this, oh, I don't know about that. Why not? She's wetting, she's licking her fingertips. After she touches junk, right after he was in some nasty, weird, like giant eel gunk in the basement. That's nasty, dude. He didn't even take a shower. It's kind of annoying. They're dry humping, right? It's like no, they should be. No, I don't. I mean, need she should be fucking him. I don't need she's full just, penetration, but I don't need she's a blanket. She's experimenting. Look how uh, tall that guy is. You kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like he had to taller. duck his head to walk into the door. Here comes Adam. I like that we're just like silently <laughs> watching the same. Here comes the <laughs> here comes the fun police. Yeah, Ken Foree comes in and he's, and he's pissed and yada yada yada. I love like that painting in the background there too. Now he yeah. has to res- now he's like trying his best to resist her. This is like this is like Batman and Catwoman. She's like, you're gonna get my pussy, and he's like, no way. I would love that cast. <laughs> what do you mean the cast? Those are characters. If he like- played Batman and she played Catwoman. All right, settle down. Attention. From Batman Beyond, it, dude. If they just had a scene like this between from Batman, Batman and Beyond, <laughs> see the horniness is so much that it actually turns. Oh, on. <laughs> is that what they're implying? Look at how good yeah, that movie's about the dangers is, of being dude. horny. The penile gland is too much. And then penile. there's busted ass. The biggest turnoff in this scene is his costume. <laughs> that fucking. Schlubby looking jersey. Five Where's five. This is great. Look at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> he was about the fucker. I don't know. He just know. blames her. This is all I don't know who I am. This is all part of the courting process, okay? Uh oh. You know, somebody's you turned on. You can't. You got to kind of nag a woman right before you fuck her, you know? Yeah, that's just part of that guy's guy's game. You know, he was about to. He was into it. Yeah. The next scene is just them fucking. No, because if they get, the more erotic they get, the more, apparently, the more the big, giant, melted potato guy comes out. Yes. What is Dr. Pretorius? What if it was... um. Yeah, but One it's not Dr. But Dr. Pretorius is dead. Dr. Pretorius gets his head ripped off in the opening scene, and that's why the guy is um that's why the guy's in the mental institution or the psych ward. Yeah. And then and then that thing, whatever this thing is that he just the other doctor, the bald powder, says, uh, he's like, That thing got him, that thing ate his head. And then there's even a quote in one of the first monologues when we see the thing wearing, he's basically wearing the doctor's skin. So he's not actually the doctor. He's just like wearing the doctor's skin. And that's what the little trimmer thing comes out. So doctor's dead. Kimono right. doctor well, is because dead. Because what's, I guess what they're implying is that when you go into the other dimension, you fuse with the other. But that's not, that's just the trick they, of that creature. They steal your identity, right? Oh, so that you're saying that wasn't yeah. the guy. That wasn't. But it wasn't actually the guy. Now, okay, yeah, it was Ryan, the creature wearing its skin and like 
whatever. But aren't the characters fusing with the creatures like uh, yeah, it's like absorbing their horniness and stuff, like their horniness. Well, he gets souls. the penile gland hole. He's bald. Yeah, he's affected. He's well, the he same gets character. Yeah, he gets bald because that giant worm in the basement was eating him and sucked off all his, all his hair. Sucked him dry. No, just <clears throat> sucked him dry. That's happened. That can happen, man. One time. Okay, I know a guy. This isn't me. I know a guy who's getting domed up. Oh. Right. Are you sure this is in you? hundred percent. Not me getting domed up. And this guy's never, never shaved his pubic region for ages. This is one of the hotel desire stories this is, this I've is, got from sitting at the I hotel. I think this desire is the bar. worst urban legend I'm ever about. This is not life. urban. And this is not a legend. This was in the, in the countryside. I'm pretty sure this is a, um, getting domed up. <laughs> Never shaved his pubes. He was a country boy. Never shaved his pubes. Never had any need to. His pubic hair was fully grown. And he got domed up so hard, all of the pubes got sucked out right out of their pores. By what? A witch? No, just a, no, just just a, a really, really good horny girl. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. Just oh, like a really... <laughs> Which you idiot? No, it was just some. So a drunk girl. chick sucked. A virgin, William. Dick. He was off, and I swear to God, it wasn't me. Not through, just off of the balls. <clears throat> and they've never grown back since. And I, I think I swear this it is wasn't an me. Are You Afraid of the Dark? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure this aired on. <laughs> this is one of those rumors. In 1993, urban, urban legend. <clears throat> Oh, I just walk up to this. I'm just views. walking around this forest and I see like a group of kids sitting around the campfire and I hear them telling spooky stories. I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up. I got one. You're just drunk. Yeah. Out. You just wake up <clears throat> and you're like, hey, let's let the hobo tell a story on Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. Yeah. It's like extremely nasty. Like, this happened to a guy, not me, all right? <laughs> <laughs> he it's definitely the not pubes me. right out of his balls. Okay. And they right never grew back. And all the and kids are crying. The, and at the end, I good. cough up. I do a little, uh, and a bunch of pubes come out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> Dude, that's such a good ending to that I scary get up story. And just sprint, <laughs> sprint off. Like, that really good. Like, I'm spooky. really good at running. Like, I'm, do- I'm like parkouring through the woods. That could be an SNL digital short. I mean, that's basically what they are. Yeah. An old Lonely Island sketch. Oh, cool. Yeah. Thanks, man. You think I could write for him? I'll write that and I'll mail no, it to They him. will steal your joke, yes, if you submit it in a sketch package. <laughs> I'll handwrite it. I'll get a copy would be or whatever. <laughs> I mean, apparently like dozens and like, if not hundreds of comedians have said like, yeah, they just stole my sketch in my, in my submission packet. Yeah, that's not, that's cool. But then again, at least also, the show is really good. But comedians also have like the dumbest sketch ideas, and they're like, "Oh, they fucking stole yeah, my yeah. idea, dude! I had an idea. It was like this movie plus a horny character, and they took it. I can't believe it." Well, we yeah. bet. Let's delete. Let's delete my ball story then. Cause I'm going to write it down and let's, I don't want him to get a hold of it before, <laughs> I'm, before I'm done getting, <laughs> I'm going to hand write it and like patent Tarantino. it. Patent it. That'd be cool. And then mail. Oh, how's it your script going, right? It's done. 
<laughs> Damn. <laughs> I quit writing it. <laughs> no, I'm 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 like five pages done with the first act, so that's something we can talk about off cast. Okay, just just checking it out. There's um, forty there's forty two acts. So we should talk about Jeffrey Coombs. Um Combs. Is that the main Combs. guy? The Jeffrey Diddy Combs. The first time I saw this actor, I was in uh The Frighteners. I went it was my friend's 14th birthday and we had no idea what that movie was or like who Peter Jackson was, Jeffrey Combs. And uh, yeah, he's we awesome watched, in that movie. It was just like, it was so funny to us when we were 14. It was just like a mind blowing movie that <clears throat> we immediately were like, okay, now we got to see reanimator. We got to f- see whatever Peter Jackson made. Like, I mean, we didn't even know what they had made, but like, we were like, going online trying to figure it out it was so difficult back then in like 1996 to see any of these horror movies so i think the first time i saw reanimator was on vhs from blockbuster and then i had a friend who had like a bootleg copy of a laser disc of the unrated version that's how i saw the unrated version reanimator and from beyond i didn't even see until in my 20s i think i saw a new beverly but I always knew about it. I just, I just never assumed it would be as good as Reanimator. And now, honestly, I think it might be better than Reanimator. It was the whenever the um, reverberator or whatever turned on, that shit looked cool with the, the blue glowing light, the resonator. Yeah, the lighting, like it was shot pretty cool. It did. It was cool for you know. I think the limitations of of it. I do feel like, to me, the full one flaw in this movie the story is awesome like the idea of it is awesome and everything and like it's done well and like the effects are cool and the movie doesn't like pull punches and stuff um and the performances are all really good but uh um the it's like i i would like it to be more immersive and like feeling like the point of view of the characters i had to kind of think about it what they were getting at with like oh you can like see this other dimension and it's kind of like it makes it's like an incredible feeling to like suddenly have this like sense of there's a whole monologue i I wish the movie well i know they describe it but i wish the movie like put us in it more in a better way and it has this like kind of cool pink thing but it's like they should have added smoke or something to it being <laughs> to like here we go adam always has to comment on like <laughs> that's, that's robocop doesn't walk good getting... enough robocop doesn't walk good enough in the first one the second one he f- figures it out um but they literally this were one, like she no was like there's it doesn't have it, and put on a uh, a whole leather it should have and... it should have like a um smoke uh no it should have like a and more of an atmosphere when it switches over Cause it's just this light thing is like, it makes, I don't know. It doesn't look that good. I don't think. And it doesn't, it's, it's less of a, it's, it seems like less of a cha- big deal, honestly, because the, like, it, it just seems it the same, like the lighting's just change or it could be smoke or it could like have a, like an underwater effect or something like that on it. But it's the eighties. They didn't have that technology. Yeah. And then they yeah, did but you could that. just like they shoot plates that when they did like when they that. saw through the pineal gland or when you could when your third eye was open and you could see they did that graphic when they did the POV and it was like 
inverted colors or whatever. Yeah, it looks like shit. Yeah, that looks the video kinda, effects. Yeah, that looks like shit. Yeah, that that's looks why stupid. I, that, that's why like I don't I'm glad they didn't do that. I'm glad they just went with like sound design and like lighting. Yeah. Cues. Like Yeah, no, it works for the movie it is, but I it would be nice to see it like done. You just want well smoke, now. dude. You said you I want to be your, Look, you've said your piece and your idea was to okay. shoot plates in the 80s which would be grainy as fuck. Or you know. just have smoke fucking in the production of it. Like, I, on the other hand, enjoy the charming haunted house qualities of From Beyond. Yeah, it's charming. Well, the lighting, like the lighting made mistake, sense because they're turning on a machine that has all these different colored lights and it's sucking Shut all the, the power from up, the house. <laughs> Why would there be smoke? Well, there the would only thing, be smoke. No, because it's okay. Well, you're yeah, seeing a different dimension. Calm down. You're seeing a different dimension. Hold on one second. No, I have to go off mic for a second. No, you already did. Okay, shut up. <laughs> He's too worked up. He's got to go take a walk around the block. <laughs> so the thing I like about this movie is that it's a chamber drama and it's limited to like essentially four characters, the fifth being the doctor. But the fact that it has these like, it's shot in one location. Normally this is like the death knell of any horror movie. This is what makes them feel stuffy and padded and they don't like they don't know how to like they don't know how to stretch these meager resources into like uh, a fulfilling movie but with this one the way they take their time with everything the way they let the things slowly build up it allows them to get away with essentially like three or four set pieces in the entire movie and they make them count and also the characters yeah. their relationships really work well together and unfortunately, I mean, they do just sort of kill the black guy. I knew that was like a, that's what like me a, and my dad said. We're like, he's like a be Star Trek. So like that's a Star true. Trek episode, the guy wearing red. The guy wearing he's, the fake football jersey. And this is my, the, when this happened. Okay. First of all, can we, before you play this one. They walk into the house after the original doctor dies, and there's just a chalk outline, which cops do not do, of the doctor's body, like at the very beginning of the doctor's body with missing his head. Yeah, he died. That's another scene. Yeah, but then they didn't they didn't circle his head because his head got ripped off. So this, oh uh, man, what are those? Just some sort of like locust from the other dimension? Yeah, this is the death like of Bubba Brownlee. Sort of Oh, this is tragic. He's getting eaten. He's getting he's getting eaten this like is by tragic. little But oh, look at that gore. That's awesome. Now he's on the ground. Right. He's like a little puppet. And he has like chunky meat guts. He's he's all bone. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. That's how <laughs> that's how that lady who has the world record for pooping the longest. <laughs> That's what happened to her after all that <laughs> crap came out of her body. She <laughs> just, just died. nothing left. <laughs> yeah, yeah she drained her. She was just like a her head entire and a <laughs> <laughs> And here's the turd. The this turd makeup's awesome. Uh, the yeah, the practical effects were amazing in this. That's Ted Sorrell. Now it would have been nice if Bubba Brown Lee came back from the other dimension. This part right yeah. here. That's true. The forehead boner. Yeah, the penile gland or the pineal gland. I I keep wanting to say penile. The penis is gland. See, they have like a a a light thing that's like um underwater light effect, but they don't have like there's no texture to the atmosphere. 
because they're in this dimension. They feel like now. should be different. There's a little bit of fog. I think I I, I think really. with all the all these different angles, like if they had done fog, it would have been a pain in the ass. And plus, you know, the, the problem with fog is the consistency. It's like you constantly have to fill the room. Mm-hmm. It disappears. Sure, but I mean other movies do it. So you just I think they spend all their think, they probably spend all their time on makeup here. This movie f- could be like rotoscoped or something now and made like bet like these af- this effect could be made like more better and more like immersive. I mean, that's I a think. pretty amazing makeup job. I that's crazy. Uh, yeah, totally it is. But imagine yeah. if it was paired with like really good visual atmosphere. You know, that's pretty like, good. I'm looking hey, at a pretty we good. Know, uh, we get it, Adam. You want smoke, dude? Watch. Here comes your smoke. Say. Here comes your smoke. She's about to smoke up the whole room. Glitter. Now, like Eraserhead actually has that really awesome scene where he, um, where he kills his. How do uh, they do yeah, that? You know, your his. You know what? And then, um, but he has like all those shavings behind him, and it's like going off. That would have been cool. But Eraserhead took four years to make. How how did they make that thing pop? How do they do that? A little robot? A little remote control thing? What is that? I think it's just like Stop a motion? guy with a very long, thin penis is running that up the side of his head. And he's doing it when he <laughs> he's squeezes. In a gray, he's in one of those black, all black suits. Like it's a just an Italian tank. guy. <laughs> and he's like a puppeteer of the penis and he runs yeah. his penis up and it pokes it out the middle of the forehead. And he's in an all morph or an all morph suit, like an all green morph suit. So they can just yeah, green yeah. screen him out, but he's just got his little wiener sticking out. It's kind there's of like your, the, there's your smoke, the Adam. Martin there you go, buddy. Arrow through the There's head. your smoke. And the smoke happens when she breaks the machine. Like it should. Suck my ass. No, I get it. Like the, the movie would the epitome of what Adam is talking about. I get it. Is, I'm just being a dick. epitome is not can't be the right word. Is Ridley Scott in oh. Alien and Blade Runner. That is he's the director <laughs> That's so good right there. Who understands atmosphere better than anyone. And it, Stuart Gordon, his background is theater. His background is working with actors and he would make these very um, like sexually open plays with like nudity and violence in the seventies and sixties. So he, that's his strength as a director. He doesn't have that Ridley Scott background. Cause Ridley Scott said he did 2000 commercials in England and he would learn tricks like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put, we'll take glass. We're going to take broken glass and you're going to put it by the camera lens. And then you can make it out of focus. And then you get these like little shimmering lines. Like he'll do things like that. He'll have people on set, like spraying things down with water droplets. Yeah. This needed something like that for yeah, the, this just to be the switch into the new dimension. I think. Yeah. But I mean, this is cool Adam. Hold on. Up. Well, it would have been cool for this to be like turn it for that to be tur- something that turns on and off like a light switch, which is kind of what the idea of the machine is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be cool. If, but you have to make choices as a filmmaker and you have to put your resources where it's you still, have them. it's still, yeah, I mean, it's great, but I just, uh, I, I feel myself wanting. I mean, uh, you have unrealistic expectations. I demand perfection. And this is, Ad- this is Adam's. Adam trying to coax his little wiener out. <laughs> so Jeffrey Collins is now in the hospital. He has penile gland is able to Just, come in and out of his forehead. Yes. And it looks like a little red rocket dog dick. Now, is there any superhero that does this, Ryan? Yeah. 
Vision. That's basically Vision right there. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Vision has a little clit on his forehead. That's cool. I mean, I, if you, you know, you know, some people, was, some people I, would actually compare the clitoris to a, a the soul stone. Yeah, I think it is the soul stone, I, and I think that's a beautiful analogy, Adam. Yeah, I've never found had, one. What if? Yeah, exactly. What vagina. if in the Avengers movie, this the last Infinity Gem was in a woman's vagina? And it, it's Infinity the Stone. Dude, and none of them Thanos is gay. And, and none of them can't find it. <laughs> can't find it. <laughs> yeah. Just like, I don't know, man. I try yeah, to look. Yeah. And all the women are like, come on, guys. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but you look. You look, Black Widow. I, I don't think it exists. Drax. You can't find it. For the sure. only one who eats pussy is Hawkeye. So they have to get recruit Hawkeye back from <laughs> his retirement or whatever. Why would you pick a Hawkeye? That's the character. He doesn't really to. offer much else on the Avengers, but like you that's know, like the thing. It's like, like they always have in America. Are you kidding me? Cap- no, it'd be funny if Hawkeye would eat pussy ass. Hawkeye eats pussy because he is trying harder. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Captain America doesn't be funny feel Hawkeye, like he needs to eat pussy, but Hawkeye. If it saved the world, Captain America would be like, I'm going in. It'd be yeah. funny if they're like, we got Hawkeye, you know, he was with his family. We called him in, we flew him here and he like shows up and he just fires an arrow right in the woman's crotch. I'm like Hawkeye. He's like, what? I thought. No, it's because you you're, because you eat pussy. Oh, I'm so sorry. Captain America just throws a shield <laughs> in a woman's crotch. I I like, I'm I looking thought... for it. I'm <laughs> jostling it free. I thought I, like I used slamming it. Dildo arrow. <laughs> I'm only in this poor woman's vagina. <laughs> he's just messing around. Hawkeye's messing around with his quiver. And he's, Doors not eyes. this one. That's the explosive. Not this one. This one. And he pulls out this little dildo arrow. He just a little dingus <laughs> yeah. on the end. And he shoots it in there. And like, I let go. And then Thor is like, no, I can find it. I can find any quotation. Just like smashes it with a hammer. <laughs> just smash. Hulk comes in and just busts the back walls down and then mark ruffalo starts crying <laughs> no all, yeah. honestly the only super marvel superhero who could find it is ant-man <laughs> oh true yeah <laughs> yeah he takes him five it. years what's it called the infinity world or some shit where does he go what <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just everything's multi- called infinity no. the multiverse no, no no that's doctor strange Look, Keep I haven't going. seen one of these movies in two quantum years. Mania. I don't quantum, the quantum realm. level or something like that. The quantum zone. Quantum realm. The phantom zone, the fucking quadrophenia. Who gives a shit? shit? He goes in front. He's, we got to go from behind. I swear, I was watching this movie and I thought it was titled From Behind the entire time. And I didn't get it. <laughs> it's a better title, and I, I think. And I even heard them say, they're coming from beyond or whatever. And I was like, I thought the movie was called From Behind. Yeah, and I told my dad. I asked him today because he's like, "We are, are you guys recording today?" And I was like, "Yeah." Well, actually, I said we're recording today because we don't. He doesn't. And he doesn't open the conversations ever. And uh, and I said, "Yeah." What was the name of that movie? I forget. And he goes, "From Beyond." And I go, "No, no, it was From Behind." And he go, and he was getting mad. And we were both. We both thought we were right, but he was obviously right. 
Did you apologize? No, we, and then we're probably not going to talk for the next 10 years. Um, It'd be cool if it was called from behind and uh, when they turned on the resonator, the guy just got butt raped. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, quick, upstairs, the resonator's working. He's like, all right, I'm coming. He puts on his robe and he's like, all right, I'm flicking the switch. And then the lights turned off. He's like, Oh, <laughs> flick what it back! Hell? Flick it back! I mean, that's that's where the male G spot is in the anal cavity. Yeah, yeah, it's about the male G spot that activates it. <laughs> the world's most dangerous pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> was that dangerous? Because <laughs> of where the road it could lead you down. Yeah. You don't want to go down that road, Ryan. It's, it's the Pandora's a, box. Once you've had that, you can't it's go. It's not back. a box. It's the opposite I, of a box. I call the male G-spot Pandora's box because of what it opens. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. I can't wait to have sex for the first time ever. Yeah. What That's should I do? You. How should I court a woman? Getting. Your butt. You should, wait, you should make your watch from beyond and be like, hey, let's, you know, a little Netflix and chill. Tell me uh, that funny uh, story uh. about how you thought it was called from behind. Yeah. And then let that be a <laughs> good segue. And, and then that. ask at like, be like, should I shave prior? I don't want you to suck all the hair off my body. <laughs> yeah. You, you tell her that your, your ghost story and then you <laughs> be like, so should we do this? So, uh, um, I really liked, uh, <laughs> I'm enjoying the silences too much. Anyway. Yeah. It's a really cool idea though. Um, the whole, uh, sucking all the pubes off op- yeah, yeah. alternate dimension thing. I could, that could be, it's a vast thing that could be explored. Um, and it's a cool idea that like, it makes you feel, you know, this, it's like, it's, ins- it's an incredible feeling to be able to sense this other dimension at the same time as your dimension these are interesting thoughts can you imagine adam as a interdimensional like uh ai coming in from like the seventh dimension coming to our third dimension and trying to explain it's very cool this is a neat realm um uh uh, um not enough smoke in this realm what if he just turned into a, like all the characters instead of becoming horny, they just become boring. <laughs> Borny. <laughs> Borny. Borny. They're just like, Hey, uh, want to listen you're to so like, bored uh, that you're horny. Want to listen to green day with me? And, uh, <laughs> get, eat, like, go to Have the you meadow. Of, do you know what third wave ska is? <laughs> oh my God. Maybe he is a freaking robot from a different dimension. Sent you back to tell have you, have you humanity of, about third wave ska. <laughs> Is there a fourth wave of ska yet? Not yet. Just still, still crossing my fingers for that. It's coming. It's going to take the world by storm. It's doing what K-pop every every woman that's heard somebody describe third wave ska is doing. It hasn't came yet. <laughs> yeah. Boom. <laughs> Got you, Ska. Fuck off, dude. You're not welcome yeah, at Hotel Desire. Took it to Ska. They only have sexy jazz and people named Lucifer playing piano at Hotel Desire. 
That's cool. What is that from? I don't know. I found it on Google Image. I oh, think ska is really the only thing that could unite our country in this like tense moment. <laughs> yeah. The warp can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. I read I read some dude mowed down a bunch of protesters today. Can you imagine a ska pro like just like thousands of people all skying, whatever that is. Skanking. Just Scott like skanking to ska music protesting protesting some dumb shit. And um like they're discontinuing bowling shoes for the public or something. And so they're protesting and then just somebody mowing down a bunch of people skanking. We've done this. I think we've done this before. <laughs> we're like, what if the movie was just a, the twist was, it was a, a guy in the ska. Uh, yeah. He's a kimono so like the, shirtless in a kimono. It's a thought ska. Experiment. He's like, yeah. instead of like putting on the leather outfit, she starts putting on like, Oh, Hawaiian checkered, shirt. checkered shoes and a bowler hat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he picks up like a trombone. A tie over a blazer. And then Jeffrey Combs is like sick and laying down. He's just like, <laughs> she just starts playing real big fish right in his ear. He's like, awesome. oh. And he just pretends to be. Like, <laughs> yeah. And the guy Look at that yourself, comes, the guy. The giant, yeah, the guy the giant monster with the doctor turned into, the giant like melting potato monster comes through, or like Play-Doh monster comes through the dimension just skanking on everybody in his that would be terrifying it'd be cool if he was just dicky from uh, Buddy Buddy Boss Tones he's like guys you gotta come <laughs> in this dimension it's uh, it's really fabulous we got a lot of great stuff going on we got turn it off turn off the resonator bands, three stages <laughs> we're playing music for three days we're having a ball like Jesus Christ, turn off the resonator. If you want to get tickets, festival. just come to uh listen to Kevin Bean on uh K Rock. <laughs> it's gonna be wild. Dickie is the perfect name for a, a guy in a ska band. Of course. Sex, turn off the res, flip the switch. If you would like your own I want to be horny again. In a ska <laughs> and be in a ska band, just come to turn on the resonator, come to the alternate dimension. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scott's cool in this dimension. <laughs> Nobody thinks we're losing. Oh, like when that guy gets killed, it's just a yeah, it's just all the checkerboard van shoes, just like swarming him, eating him alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's floating through the air, skanking through the air. God, um, Scott truly sucks. I know it's a really, <laughs> it's a humiliating genre to like. You have to I be mean, really shameless. You know, I don't mean to kink shame anybody, but Scott is probably the yeah. biggest kink I would shame if I had to pick one. It was huge. I mean, but what do you mean was? Adam is still living it. I'm living in that that reality. There's still a bunch of ska shows going, house shows going on. I I constantly get invited to these post quarantine ska kind of house cool, shows. Actually. It's not. Dude, you haven't told me about this. I've been going, dude, and just ha just having a blast. <laughs> It'd be funny if, like, I could see it making. He a just had instead of like a penile penis gland thing coming out of his forehead in his third eye, it's just like like a little clarinet pokes out of his head. I mean, clarinet's not a big scar, like a trumpet. Like a trumpet. Yeah, like clarinet. Well, this funny. guy has no scar, right? I'm thinking of Ferris uh, I mean, Bueller. He, he's Ferris clearly Bueller in a oh, ska. Well, you probably haven't even been to a house ska party. 
Yeah. The parent the parents are always at the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the parents are there supervising. I think clarinets just feeling bad shit. for their ki- the kids. Everybody's what is everybody's drinking fuego. <laughs> Dude. It is it's kind of juggalo adjacent. <laughs> yeah, it's it's super juggalo adjacent. They honestly have the same festival at the same time. They have the ska fest across the street from the juggalo fest the same week. Yeah. Ska shows just seem like they're like um like Universal Studio water balloon fight. Like it seems like an amusement park. <laughs> like an like wild and crazy kids. Yeah, it's like the same thing of just like they're not into drugs because juggalos are into like just getting extremely fucked up. No. <laughs> juggalos are into science. Right. And then what uh, is Scott a show? Uh, Scott show just seems like they're like, I got the water balloons, let's have fucking go crazy. And they're like guys in their thirties with ties on. Wearing t-shirts. Sky is like you get invited to a birthday party where as a kid, okay, imagine yourself as like 13 year old and you get invited to a birthday party where every other kid has ADD, but they, none of them are on Ritalin and they're just dance, moving around and there's no shit. It's like all gluten-free sugarless cake. And, no, they would, they, they, they have sugar. Oh yeah. Aren't they're there a lot not, of the Mormons? Like, I like that. Sounds like a Mormon thing. Scott kids are Mormon. A lot of Scott kids are Mormons. Or a lot of I'd Mormons Scott kids. Yeah, which mm. came first? The Scott or the Mormon? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mormons kind of dress like they're in Scott. That age old question. Short sleeve shirt with tie. True. Very true. Have you ever met a Scott couple? Do Scott kids get married when they grow up? Mm. Do people who listen to Scott have sex? Do they breed? Do they have if and if they do have sex, do they have sex like as how they skank? Because they say, with their elbow, you, you can you you can tell how somebody how good somebody is at doing sex doing sexual stuff intercourse by the way they dance. And if you skanking, that's not true. I'm really good at sex. Cut to you having sex. Yeah, you're also an amazing having- dancer. Cut to you, Ryan, having multiple orgasms while having sex with a Scott. <laughs> I'm just laying there like a starfish, just yeah, pillow prints like, in it, and they're and they're just spazzing out on my bob. It's really dehydrated and so, like sweaty. <laughs> I walk Holy out. Fuck. I walk out to the kitchen. Uh, my and my roommates are getting water, and I, the only thing I have, <laughs> the only thing covering me is um. A bowler hat covering my crotch. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just, I'm just chugging Gatorade and Fuego mixed together. <laughs> what do Scott kids drink? Once you go scoff, you never. Um... I think they drink um, scoff. I don't I don't think I don't think people I don't think people super into I don't think ska people's um, soda. I think they're into like Joe soda. That's like, yeah, or uh, like generic, generic Dr. Pepper, like the. It's like yeah, we got ginger, we got the really fancy ginger ale, we got um. Yeah, no, they're into Mr. like cherry Pib, Dr. Pepper. Dude, no, they're into Mr. Pib. Mr. Pib's cool. Yeah, see, I knew you were a scalman. <laughs> well, a scholar. Cool. Yeah, Dr. Pepper. You know what the flavor of Dr. <laughs> Pepper is, and Mr. Pib. It's like twenty-three different. Yeah, that's what, what the twenty-three flavors are. Go. <laughs> oh, I'm saying. <laughs> oh. It's just every flavor in the fucking shop when they had soda fountains. 
suicide or can we not call that anymore now if did you know if you were to actually name all 23 ingredients in dr pepper it would open up another dimension and you would meet the devil the devil or just some melting freaking play-doh guy i mean with an extending arm realistically what do you think the devil is he's not like it's nothing in the bible it's from a whole other dimension he's probably just chill as hell dude it's kind of interesting that it's like uh uh greek water based or like i don't know hp lovecraft stuff is all like deep water deep sea based monsters and stuff but it's but yeah is this supposed to be like hell they go to like they on they flip no it's just a fifth dimension and they say or it's a different it's the next it's a dimension we can't see that is coexisting with our dimension at all times but there's like a whole little monologue about it don't forget that like at the time you know after frankenstein which was written a long time before this but like the idea of like science fiction back then was almost connected to like occult ideas and like um, right. supernatural ideas. Like th- that was like a big thing they would do. So it's, it's cool. To think of hell I mean, it's being... essentially hell because if everything in that dimension is bad, it's like a hell dimension. There's nothing nice yeah. out of the dimension and from beyond. It's not like, Oh shit, there's an ice cream. What are you talking yeah. about they get Sunday. horny. That's kind of unlimited nice. ice cream here. Thus, and then the horniness would actually make it more of a Christian puritanical idea. But there yeah, could there, there could be a dimension like that. There's if there's infinite amount of dimensions, there's bound to be some dope ones. Interesting thought. Let's imagine some of these other dimensions. I don't think there is an infinite amount of dimensions. Imagine Adam's dimension. That would imagine be Adam's dimension, which is just him yawning. Mountains. It's just it's just every house is built out of toe separators and toe shoes, and everybody is like thinks toe shoes are cool, and so he's just cool walking around. Really good for your posture. They do a lot of work for your your toes. Actually, see, I was. I know. I know. I was born with. Actually, I was born with bad feet and uh, touring with the Mighty Mighty Boston's. I was uh, (laughs) really hurt my feet uh, dancing and skanking. So uh, I use toe separators, and um, I highly recommend them. They're good for your. They have a lot of medical benefits, and um, I skanked a little too hard in my earlier days. What, what was the last guy. time you wore your toe separators, Adam? Earlier today. <laughs> Are you joking? Well, you still I wear them earlier today. So it's part of your workout. I wore the toe separator under the toe shoes. What? Are you serious? <laughs> I imagine yes, Adam's toes like this spread out, just like so separate. <laughs> yeah, his toes <laughs> are like. You could fit another toe like in snowshoes, like snowshoes. He's just like walking uh, like Donald Duck, like like in the movie when his fingers get like twelve inches long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His toes, uh, they're, like, they're like, oh wow, I didn't realize those toe separators were so long in this dimension, Dick. He's like, well, yeah, they get uh pretty long out there. Uh, come here, let me uh, let me just slide my toe up your crotch. <laughs> You're like, this is a horrible dimension. This is a hell dimension. Every dimension is a hell dimension you leave. Picking up a beer with his toes, like just clamping them. (laughs) So Adam, when you work when you work out, um, are you lifting weights? Yeah, of course. 
what are you doing with your feet that you need toes? Are you doing any cardio running? Well, I mean, your foot stance is uh, important. You're just lifting dumbbells with your, grabbing them with your toes. I'm doing like squats and deadlifts and things like that. I bet I could beat you in a fight. You do squats and deadlifts every day or was this today just like, no, no deadlift day. Let me see your butt, dude. Um, no, I'm, uh, come on. Let me see that uh, ass. I'm, I, I'm, you know, humble about it. Let me see that bare ass. I'm so, I'm humble about my ass. Adam, my, turn my on your ass. camera and let me see that bare ass. Come on. You're scaring me. He sounds like Iron Sheik. That's what the Iron Sheik says. I humble you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I really liked the part of this movie where Sheik. he's where sucking out, where he sucked out the eyeball and then was sucking out the brain. Oh, that, that made me that. that made me go be like, oh, you know, I literally said, oh fuck, when it happened. Whenever I tell you guys to suck my ass, imagine that scene because that's how I mean. <laughs> that's <laughs> how I mean it. So that. Sucking out your Chris. brain through your ass. Through, <laughs> yeah. The actress in that scene is actually the director's wife. Pretty cool trivia, huh? That is cool. No, That's it great. sounds about right. I'm sure everybody knew everybody with those extras. She's a team player. I'm sure one, one of the, the person driving the ambulance was a key grip. And uh, I don't know anything about The director's wife <laughs> isn't a, a member of the crew, Ryan. <laughs> I'm just she saying it's not it's not that interesting. Board. They didn't have a budget to pay for other extras. So he's like yeah, that's you know kinda... they had a, you know they had a huge fight about it later or before. Like Dickie, what are you doing on the set of this movie? Like, okay, actually, um, you know, after touring with the Mighty Mighty Boston's, I uh I started working on set, small productions, you know, worked my way up, and now I'm actually uh I'm the director's wife. It's actually like, <laughs> it's like the first AD, but it's like, it's kind of like a go between, between. <laughs> I just got to yell at the costume designer and uh, the caterer. Make sure, you know, all the domestic aspects of film production are going swimmingly. Yes. <laughs> the director's the wife. most important person on any movie set is the wife. The director's wife. I'd watch that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, can we take a pee break? It's like the preacher's wife. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, I was having a slurp for so long because I was waiting for you to put your head. Stop. <laughs> it's it's annoying because it it's like comically long. <laughs> it's annoying because it like. Pop, it like pushes forward and pops up and it it looks silly right here doesn't it doesn't look like kind of a toupee <laughs> yeah it has like a well it's like so perfect they'll outline it's like perfect <laughs> like you photoshopped your hair onto yourself <laughs> it's part of the picture and i can't move my head yeah yeah <laughs> just convince people you are bald with a background filter <laughs> um Oh, Jeffrey Coombs. This guy, uh, I wish he was in more stuff. He would have been a good, like, um, I don't know. He would have been good in, like, one of these, like, a superhero movie. Or, like, a villain. And, uh, would have like, been good once been, upon like, a time in Hollywood, you know what I'm saying? 
Uh, Mr. Brad Pitt yeah. roll. Yeah. On the ante- fixing that antenna on the roof. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> he's a really the fix, Really good. He's up there fixing that resonator on the roof. Uh huh. Getting all freaked I like out. Would have been, I feel like he would have been a good Mister Freeze. Just because he was bald. Something, somebody, some sort of Batman villain like that. Well, the dream casting for Mister Freeze in the nineties was uh, Christopher Lloyd. Why? Because he's looks cool with a shaved head. I'll look him up. That's the only reason. He's in Back to the Future. You don't know who Christopher Lloyd is? Yeah, I know no, who Christopher dude. Lloyd is. I don't. I know the name, but I can't picture him. So sue me. Movie podcast. Audie. I am not a host of the I've movie podcast. I've gone to a horny dimension. I can't do Christopher Marty, Lloyd. suck my dick. Damn, and imagine... um. Um, my um, shit. What's his name? I almost just said Michael J. Fox. Yeah, Michael J. Fox. Imagine him as Batman. That'd be fucking crazy. He would make a Spider Man, actually. Oh, no, you know who? You now, know who Batman now. Oh, I see. <laughs> I, think Jeffrey we should, I actually be... think we should have a disabled Batman. I think that would actually be really cool and be a pop- should, some. It should a be a guy with. Like with no limbs. Down syndrome Batman. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wid's best actor. It's like, <laughs> and like everybody's clapping. Like there's like one actor who's like, this is bullshit. It's like Nick Nolte. <laughs> it's like pissed. He's like, come on, what are we doing here? This is bullshit. Um, or, it, or it's like, but he, and he has a very char- he has to be like br- charming Bruce Wayne and stuff still too. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny because it could happen. Um, you know this guy would be a good. Uh, Jeffrey Coombs would be a good Doctor Octopus, I think, in this new Spider-Man movie. These oh. new Spider-Man movies. He does a lot of uh, animated voice work so he's in like star wars shows like um oh, he's cool. in a transformer show i was looking through his imdb he does a lot of like he was on star trek a lot he did he does do a lot of those characters but for like games and like animated series idiot what an idiot dude yeah he should have been a really famous movie star <laughs> he's really good I'm picturing him showing up to the studio in full from beyond costume with his little we- his little forehead thing hanging out. That's just how he looks. That's not even part of the who did the yeah. effects for this movie? Like the costumes. The makeup effects is a bunch of people. God is so and good. apparently the Italian and I think they're Italian and apparently they were like the really, Italian stallion. They were very Sylvester uh, Stallone. They're very particular about their notes and didn't like to redo their work. It was good. It's cool. At the end when he's like coming out of him, coming out of the guy and then like going in and fighting him from the inside. Yeah, that was awesome. And yeah. then he comes and when he comes back, he has hair. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I like that. Well, cause he's he technically finally, he got like his pubes dead, back. Right? It's like your he friend got his pubes do- back. He dove he inside dove in the, and got his That chick's asshole. So, like, yeah. so it's like 
are you afraid of the dark? The kids are like, man, that was weird. You know, that hobo came and told us that story. <laughs> and then like, they just hear like stomping through the woods and they're like, oh, someone's coming. And it's just a hobo. He's like, hey, uh, I just, hey, it's Dickie from the Mighty Mighty Boston. So I just got to add a little more to that story. <laughs> I just, I realized how it ended. <laughs> and they tell us how the pubes, he's like, he went to the <laughs> asshole and got the pubes He comes back, back to follow up <laughs> for a correction. That's so many callbacks right there. And he comes out and he's, and they're like, did you get the pubes? <laughs> and because he's not, it, he visibly doesn't have them in his hand or anything. And he's all sticky yeah. and gross from, you know, busting out Adam's mom's back, back walls. And, uh, and then he t- just pulls off his bowler hat and the pubes are just inside of the bowler hat. That's called the prestige. Did you know? And, what, then he, um, and then he, because it's an Italian film, they put a little pasta sauce on the pubes and grab a fork and just eat. It's the funny pubes, like, you say that. It's funny out. in the commentary they were saying the dumpling scene. The Italian crew was like, "We got to put a little red sauce on that." <laughs> what? <They're laughs> like, we got to put a little red sauce. I, that's the kind of commentary trivia that I like to hear. But uh, what kind of dumplings what, were those? those, were, those I thought were they were like beef. biscuits of like. They looked like biscuits. Beef. They looked like red lobster cheese biscuits at first. It was like the probably beef, stew, beef <laughs> stew and dumplings. Time. Yes, beef stew. Um, all right, ratings. Hold on. Did you know that? When <laughs> I, um, Adam, Scott you should mus- put a picture of yourself on your thing. Yeah, that's time. true. When a ska musician gets their first pube, they get kicked out of the band. Oh. All ska <laughs> yeah. musicians are actually fully Pupils. careless. Yeah, naturally. And then when they their first pube emerges when they're in their mid twenties, late twenties, early thirties, they have to leave the band. It's like, it's like a betrayal. It's like, like Mormons, they will cast out one of their own who've violated the natural order. Damn. Um, I could make it. I could talk about brotherhood, you know, that's they're all about brotherhood until you fucking grow your first pube when did you guys grow your first today Um, i remember when i was like oh you did congrats yeah for when i i was deadlifting and it popped out of me and i was so happy (laughs) that sounds like more like a hernia dude (laughs) well i mean it's pretty it's your yeah it's a big pube I mean, what are you t- it's very, it's like the size of my fist. Yeah. What are you talking your about? Pube. How big is your, your one pube? You have one really thick pube. Well, it hurt really bad when I was deadlifting, and then it just popped out of my stomach. Yeah, I also, I definitely, ha- I definitely have pube too. You have pube. Yeah, I definitely. I've. Yeah, man, I'm 32. Yeah, I got pube. Yeah. Cool so, if pube, so if his, no further with this conversation. I got pube, man. What if the movie was about a scob musician with no pubes who went to another dimension and then came back he and he had pubes. one pube and he had one pube in the middle of his forehead that he could like <laughs> swim around. Damn. It wouldn't be a pube if it was on his forehead. Well, I mean, come on. Why we are they called pubes? We all don't know what a pube looks like. It well, looks like he, he's a he has a, in the pubic coming, region. He has a penis coming out of his forehead. Why can't he have a pube? <laughs> so yeah, 
I rest my I case. mean, <laughs> Adam just changed. <laughs> Adam's being funny. He's changing his profile. No, I picture. told him. I told him he should because if we're going to be clipping stuff and it's just going to say Adam and then we're just hear his voice of God. I don't think that's a recent photo, Adam. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's from a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I look the same. It's amazing uh, how at, much. Look at how that. Much, you. You got like a, it looks like your pineal glands in your throat and it's about to pop out. Yeah, I got a big Adam's apple. Is that where they, well, I got a yeah. big Ryan's apple. Hollywood really spit and chewed Adam out, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, you can tell. If you see the before and after. Look at him. He's like, I'm getting headshots. That's about <laughs> it. That's a headshot, right? Yeah, I mean, that was my uh, friend. It's like out of focus background and like, you know, it's like, Hey, I'm a, I'm a, com- I'm a improv comedian. You know, I, um, I look like I listen I to Scott music. I, I don't know why this is even like, Dude, I, bullshit. I have the worst LA, LA sucks. And I, when I moved out there six, seven years ago, six years ago, whenever this was, um, I got a commercial agent. And immediately she, I had long hair. I've always had long hair to like my shoulders my whole life and everything I got cast in. I was like, I always played like the drug dealer at the high school. Um, whatever. That was just like, my thing is having long hair. And the commercial agent was like, you should cut your hair short. And I just did whatever anybody said the second I moved to LA. And, uh, you're like, well, I guess this commercial agent knows what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so I, so I cut it short, and then I just looked conservative as hell. And then I had to go get new um, headshots, and I wore these plastic re- plastics rectangle <laughs> glasses that I had. And and I couldn't, I didn't have any money, so I couldn't afford to get like a professional. I mean, it was a professional, but I I knew somebody had a friend who was like just getting into they had like a degree in whatever they i don't know what you do to they were good photographers and they had a nice camera and they're like i'll do it for 50 bucks and get you like 30 headshots and i was like yeah absolutely and so i met this girl and she we spent like 20 minutes taking headshots out in like silver lay or i don't know where we were okay glendale and she couldn't she goes i just there's a glare on your lenses do you need to wear the glasses? And I'm like, yes, I exclusively wear glasses every single day of my life. And that's kind of like what? I, yeah. And she's like, can you take the lenses out of them? I was like, absolutely oh not. That is not how, so what we did, but I mean, she's a sweetheart. And so what we did was we walked, like an idiot. we locked like 15 blocks to a Walgreens and I bought fake reader or I bought readers that looked close enough to my frames and then we popped the lenses out of those they were like 15 dollars. come on and then, and then we took all the, <laughs> the headshots <laughs> so without any lenses and then this and then i was like yeah that looks pretty good and she did like correction or whatever you know they look good they were like good headshots <laughs> and then i immediately showed like the first person i showed which was probably my girlfriend at the time and she's like you're not, there's no lenses in your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> and I proceeded to just use those the entire five years I lived in LA. Yeah. That's how many hard. commercials. And my hair, my hair, I have quite a few, but not enough to make it worth it. Like nothing. There was a commercial for glasses that didn't have lenses. Um, yeah. Are you tired of not having lenses in your glasses? <laughs> yeah. 
So, but, it, somehow, but somehow it still looked better than Adam's headshot. <laughs> Whatever, man. That was cost me nothing. I was just somebody doing it for free. But I'm very intrigued by the outfit choice, the color pattern I chose. Flannel? You're intrigued by the decision you made? <laughs> what are you talking yes, about? Yes, yes. Well, it's an interesting color pattern. It's flannel. <laughs> it's just flannel. You're a weird dude, man. I see. It's okay. great. And for the listeners, you guys are going to kind of see what I was saying, actually. For I, the uh, listeners, it's crazy because I know what he's talking about. He's wearing only a flannel with no uh, unbuttoned flannel with no T-shirt underneath. That's not true. It was an interesting choice. Yes. I would never do that, listeners. And the and the headshot is it actually cuts off the top of his head and it's from nipples to eyebrow. That's the yeah. that's the frame. That's the part that that casting directors need to see most. <laughs> is that area? Um you look like a Pixar ratings. character. <laughs> you look like a Pixar dad or like a Pixar you look like Woody or what is Andy from Toy Story grown up. Yeah, like grown in the up college Andy. years. It's like, yeah, let's make you look good. Like a pleasant young man. Thanks, bro. But you also look like you still have your toy the same toys you've had since you were an infant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're I crying. Mean, just you're crying trial. on your way to LA with your toys. Uh, yeah, now that I look time back. I had to say goodbye to my toys. And you're like goodbye. You drop hard. them off. Yeah. You I would be the you would time. you would be like Andy. I feel like I'd notice <laughs> if my toys were animated and alive and moving. It's just like around, a butt plug and like a fucking <laughs> like a dildo. You're just crying what? Like, with your toys, donating them to like a, a children's school. They're like, okay, sir, you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I'm uh, moving to LA. The These are, this is a great butt plug. I um it's it's a whole separator. You can when you deadlift, it's really <laughs> really beneficial i have those whole separators <laughs> all right i need to go to bed soon so <laughs> all right what do you, what would you say is the moral of the story what is the point of, or yeah the message uh the theme the no thesis, the moral thesis i guess the moral thesis um, don't play don't play with science yeah it's kind of like the dangers of scientific in inquisitiveness the dangers of knowledge i mean this is a classic garden of eden yes adam and eve story this is absolutely not a classic adam and eve story you know you get the tree of knowledge uh i mean it's all the the metaphors there like i think eve you know uh what's her face barbara crampton she's uh she's tempted by the resonator and she fucks everything up the dump, the dumplings sure. are the apple. Yes, but <laughs> that black guy. <laughs> he, he ate the most of them, and then that's yeah, yeah. what happens. Yo, yo, swarm of locusts. Dude, the moral of the story is: don't let your bitch touch your computer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or like, no. no, like don't let don't let your girl touch your stereo. No, like I got all my let... settings worked out. You don't know what yeah. you don't know how to turn on the Apple TV. Just don't touch it. The moral of the story the is don't don't let your scientist stepdad play with other dimensions in his freaking kimono. I mean, guys who wear like silk robes 
they shouldn't don't be playing with science. High honor are dangerous. <laughs> should be should be wary of these men. Yeah, you'll never see a Marvel That's character true. in a silk robe. Yeah, maybe Tony. Uh, just maybe like, Tony Stark, but like Captain like America. You literally, you literally see Tony Stark in the last. Yeah, Avengers Tony Stark, you would because he's rich, but like Captain America. I mean, he's got pretty good honor too. His PJs are probably like Adam's uh, headshot photo outfit. <laughs> Just like button hey, up. Button up. Uh, Adam, Adam's headshot right now looks like Captain America before the serum. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Um, oh, I want, I've been wanting to tell people about this because I think it's very bizarre, but I don't think people have been like, nobody else has made the observation. Um, so Wit was watching... Um, RuPaul's Drag Race, and um, there was a, they have some celebrities introduce challenges or whatever sometimes, and they had Scarlett Johansson introduce a challenge to them one episode, and I caught it, and uh, um, she's doing it over like from her house because it's COVID stuff, it's the COVID season, and uh, and when she's doing it, she or when she's talking to the uh, Queens about it, um, the uh, Colin Jost pokes his head in and makes like a joke about what the name of the challenge should be called or something like that. Um, and, but you see him and he's wearing pajamas like, cause it's like they're in their apartment, their New York apartment. And, but he's wearing like silk button up pajamas Isn't that a little yeah, I mean, bizarre? You have a weird fascination, obsession, and hatred of that guy, and jealousy. And I don't really understand why you are constantly bringing him up, like you, like in the most gossipy <laughs> kind of way. And it's like <laughs> he's a rich guy who is banging an A-list actress. He wears I don't, I'm not jealous. Um, you sleep in like ratty, a ratty tank top. You look, you live with, with like your to, with your well, toes no. separated. Hold on a second. Think about like think uh, about this a little bit more. Like, let's actually listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> Silk button up pajamas. Yeah, he's if rich, you're wearing, he's cool. yes, and I'm sure he doesn't sleep in it. Um, is this something that other people wear? Yes. Since the dawn of time, what is the most stereotypical, like old timey? You use a candle as a lantern. That well, wasn't so uh, back then, but yeah, no. Silk. But they used went, to like with big wear, They used to wear full things. Adam, what hats. do you wear to bed? Tell us. Uh, I mean, I usually just wear like underwear or a t-shirt if it's like especially cold. <laughs> Piss stained. So you think it would have been better if Colin Yost came out and like (laughs) some ratty underwear and a dirty tank top and was just like I don't know. I just don't own silk button up pajamas. And that's why you're not banging Scarlett Johansson. He's also from Staten. Colin Yost is from Staten Island. Or Joe. So what? He's like Italian. That's like a slick guy. It's an Italian thing maybe, yeah. No, Italians wear spaghetti to bed. I feel like Italian kids always have like the best church clothes. They have like the best formal wear. They have like the best outfits, you know, cause their mom buys them everything. And I feel like you, you're, you probably had a mom like me, you know, like Irish where it's just like whatever cheap shit at Mervyn's or JC Penney's was what you would wear. And that's. What do you wear, I, William? I, when I go to bed, 
And then what'd you wear my S and M leather outfit and my, uh, my whole separator, <laughs> your, your, your ball gag. I, I bought, well, when Adam donated that dildo, I snatched that thing right up. I made sure <laughs> that was mine. And that, butt that butt plug, Literally I basically snatched it right up. I put the butt plug in my ass and then I put the dildo in my mouth and I, I take my both, both my hands and I rest my cheek against it and I sleep like a baby. Yeah. And it probably prevents snoring from both ends. <laughs> yeah. you snore out of your ass. <laughs> my ass snoring. Yeah. Oh man. You have a deviated sphincter. I wear a suit. I wear a three piece suit. <laughs> it's not fancy. It's not nice. It's actually Adam's hand me down. But I wear like, to, because you're just like a drunk who falls asleep wearing a suit. <laughs> yeah. You're I like a limo a, driver who just falls I put a asleep suit in on. a suit. <laughs> I put a suit on and I go to my parents who who <laughs> whose house I'm living in. Um in their basement. They have a bar down here and like a so your you parents know. come in the room, they're like, Ryan, what are you doing? You're supposed to be driving Princess Diana. Get in the car. <laughs> You're just I don't like, get that. <laughs> I don't get that. Well, he was a drunk. He was drunk and drove into a wall. Oh, it's no, it was the paparazzi's fault. I thought it was the the queen had her killed. I do wear a suit often around the house, like especially More during gossip quarantine. From Adam. I'll, I'll put a <laughs> conspiracy Sorry, theory urban legend. Right <laughs> the queen you know wears any silk pajamas, or is everything um, alleged? <laughs> Well, I heard the queen removed one of her ribs so she could suck his up. It's his wife's observations. Yeah, I'm just repeating what Whitney tells me. Whitney actually did. Remember one time we were hanging out with or William and uh, Whit was like, I heard that the guy from Wonder Years is Marilyn Manson. That's true. Another Marilyn Manson urban legend reference. Well, I'm, that's what it's I'm saying. It's a joke it's that like, your wife is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, William. I think she's. You kind of get the answer when you kind of get the answer in his wife. <laughs> You're being pretty yeah, harsh I, to your wife, bro. She's a queen, man. You need oh, to I love, a, I love my queen. You need to put her on a pedestal and worship. She's a little silly girl. <laughs> she's like, yeah, Adam told me that. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys? At I your just wedding, forgot that I told her. At your wedding, instead of like putting a ring on each other, did you just put uh, toe separators on each other mm-hmm. in front of everybody? <laughs> Wait, just did that to Adam. He just lift. He yeah. lifted up his foot Golden out of toe his shoe, separators, and then she but put on his toe separators. And he has perfect balance, perfect posture, and he just bends <laughs> yeah. one of his. <laughs> he bends one of his legs all the way up, like knee to chest. Knee one to day that'll be me, and you guys will. Then I'll be the one laughing. And then he deadlifted her over to a mountaintop. <laughs> and everybody cheered. William was there. And Colin right, Yost. So what's everybody? And Colin Yost goes, "Oh shucks, <laughs> I wish I was as cool as that guy." Colin yeah, Shuck, yeah. Colin Yost is like, as he's buttoning up his pajamas. Is it weird that he's wearing toe separators? I mean, come on. <laughs> Scarlett, did you hear my story? That's the alternate you're not, dimension. You're not acknowledging the of, interesting of thing about the story. Anecdote, my Colin Jost anecdote. Is it Jost? Jost? Jost. Jost. About my toe separator. Oh, jinx. Is it yeast? William or? and I finally sunk up. It only took 20 episodes. Colin Jost. Jost? That's for Colin Jost. I'll, I'll right, ask, what's your I'll ask my bu- I got a buddy that's on SNL. He's a cast member now. I'll ask him. Yeah, you should tell him, hey, 
I listen a lot Hold of podcasts. Hold on, about- let me ask, let me ask him. He comes into frame wearing a, a silk, just fully full. nude. Yeah, yeah. It's just a fully nude Keenan. <laughs> like, whoa, Keenan! What if, if Keenan and I lived in my parents' basement? <laughs> what eyes. if, y'all? What if? Talk about hotel pleasure. <laughs> Uh, uh, desire. Your background. Oh shit! Did I say pleasure? His background says hotel desire for all the audio listeners. Is your friend really on the cast? Andrew yeah. Dismukes. Yeah, he was a writer was... for like three years, and then uh, never they, mind. they Let's... threw him on last year. He That's has cool. a pretty good Remember. one. He, he uh... is he ever like, man, the show really sucks. I'm embarrassed. No, because you know, no, it's his job and it pays him really well, and well, it's done wonders I mean, for his career. And but privately, is he? I mean, it's not no, the men on privately film podcast, we private, but it's something. Privately, we kind of no, talk, of course, talk but about it's our like, feelings and aren't you kind of? I feel like they're in every they're week like on a weekly basis. They're just like bombing. How I do you they get over it? How do you explosion of sex that occurs after they're famous on SNL? <laughs> He's been in a long-term relationship where they open the door and it like this movie, it's just like vaginal and penile creatures are just like flinging themselves upon them wherever they go. I go, I go, I go, what's it like, dude, when Saturday comes and he goes, buddy, it's like flipping the reverberator on. (laughs) (laughs) It's like fucking a toaster. I go, who's got the biggest, who's got the, who's got the, biggest penile gland on set peeny gland i mean i'm not gonna tell you i'm not gonna tell you that's just the kind of stuff we talk about nope it's not who you think it is not who you think it is (laughs) i'm not gonna tell you who but it's not who you think it is gilbert godfrey the best snl cast member yeah adam what was your rating um i you know, like i was saying i like this movie a lot um i would give it a four and a half uh, that was nice. unrelated to your rating. four four and a half like i uh you gotta pick one buddy four and a half i'll pick four and a half because I, I i genuinely uh just the story is so good it's like and the and like the scene all the scenes are good basically in this movie um so four and a half would it have been five if there would have been like a little bit more smoke yeah (laughs) (laughs) i can't in good conscience give the smokeless adam has an obsession with wanting to see hell and wanting to see other dimensions (laughs) just wait adam you're gonna you're going to hell dude just wait (laughs) just wait a few years yes um no, I'm going to heaven. I'm going to heaven, guys. No way. Yeah. There's absolutely the no way anybody, going to heaven. anybody that wears toe separators on a daily basis is not going to any sort of heaven. So purgatory, pur- purgatory immediately. Out of the three of us, I'm definitely the one that's going to heaven. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I don't, I, you're, you're going to get to the, William's going, no, you're going to get to the pearly gates. Hell. You're gonna get yeah, definitely. Williams going to his own personal. Williams house. going to the dark, like the where it's like ice. Ooh, that's spooky. Williams' hell. <laughs> He's Ryan's. Uh-oh. 
Ryan's uh, Ryan. I'm I'm currently in my own hell. Being on this podcast is my own personal <laughs> hell. Yeah. I love this podcast. Yeah. Amen, brother. We'll have fun. Live, live in, living's pretty wild. But um Adam's gonna be at the pearly gates, is what I was trying to say. He's gonna be at the pearly <laughs> gates. He's he made it to heaven. And uh, there's a some sort of checklist because first of all, if heaven heaven's already got a wall, that doesn't make any sense. They got gates. It's a gated community. It's like and, the U.S. Mexico border. Exactly. And and Adams. So it's not anywhere you anybody really probably wants to be. And uh, Adam's gonna be like, okay, you did good. You were a good boy your whole life. Good boy. Good boy. Going through the checklist. Yeah, everything checks out. I think. What? Oh, did you? This this looks like a clinical error. This is the guy, the angel at the gates. He goes, this this is probably just like an error. This is embarrassing, an error on our end. But did you did you drink your own piss once? <laughs> and, then here, and then a really cool, and then like a bouncer, like in a really cool suit, comes by. He's like, "Hey, Adam, man, I gotta take you down to hell. Uh, it's gonna be all right. There's a." Uh, we got a lot going on down there this weekend. We got three stages. Woody Roast, uh, yeah. Kevin Beater there. Um, you know, and, uh, maybe you can crowd surf or I something. Oh, it's just constant That's ska. pretty cool. That's hell. It's just a, ska, a giant ska fest. <laughs> just a hot parking lot. Oh, in, no in, liquor. In, like Orange County. No drugs. It's just in Orange, you're in Orange County in a parking lot. And it's just like 130 degrees and just... You're just in the crowd of a ska festival and you can't get anywhere. You keep pushing oh. through the audience and it just keeps going on and on forever. And not not even like young ska, like teenager ska. <laughs> yeah. This is like middle-aged. All it's yeah, all yeah. middle-aged, it's all white middle-aged men. Just, just pasty guys. Out of shape. For how many how, they've been skanking their whole life. They should be in a little bit better shape. And they're not. I think I think ska transcends um like ethnicity and, and race. Yeah, I guess that's a profound white. There's like three Asian guys and Adam's like, this is such a great mix. I feel like I could, I, I, I could, there's, think a, of there's a one black there's guys. I know 48 white guys and one Indian kid. I'm just describing, I'm just describing, <laughs> I'm just describing this, uh, this version of hell. And you start crying and you're like, this actually is heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts skanking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he like rises up above and flows to heaven. <laughs> He's, no, 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 That'd no. Keep me here. Keep me here. Way to cap off my life. I would love that. <laughs> and you get to heaven, you're like, no, as ska, I need to listen to ska. And they're like, this is heaven. There's no ska music. As he's floating up to heaven, he goes, no, 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 no. Keep me down. Keep me down. Keep me down. And he just starts pissing in his own mouth. <laughs> See? I got and, bad. I can't go. And it goes back and forth. And he goes, yeah. The, floating in between goes, two goes, points. Somebody's goes, stuck between stealing yeah, bases. He goes back and forth based on the flow of his pee. So, like, when it's going up to his face, he's, he's going back down to Scaville. And then... When he runs out of pee, yeah, yeah, damn, that's your purgatory, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, that's I'm stuck in purgatory. I run out. Damn. All right, what's your guys' ratings? <laughs> that, the last half hour of this is always me trying to end the podcast so I can go to sleep. 
Yeah. And the first half is always you trying to not start it. That's true. Damn. Wow, Ryan, you just blew my mind. A lot of truth in that statement. Yeah. To give me a lot to chew on. Truth, Tyler. It's what you get when you're hanging out with some of the ruffians down at the Hotel Desire bar. (laughs) I gave this movie four stars. Just just now. This was I didn't give it anything yet until I just said that. And here's what got me. I was gonna I was probably gonna go like three, three and a half, because it was awesome. The makeup, practical effects, whatever it's called was awesome. But what got me is I thought the movie was about to end after he became bald. Right? Yeah. And then the shit started popping out of his head. Mm-hmm. And then he was at the hospital and then he started sucking people's yeah. brains out through their eye. And that's when I was like, Oh, we got another 30 minutes going here. Mm-hmm. This movie and I literally out la- long. It so doesn't get la- boring. It doesn't like run out of steam at all. It's, it, yeah. It's I thought very, it was going to be super it's short. It's a brisk movie. It's very short, but it keeps it going. Yeah, I know. So what, what you, you were like, and I out loud, I said, don't know how to, oh, no I go to time. So the movie's, Says absolutely good or bad, not. or you're like, good. oh, this is three. This three stars this is three and a half stars. And you're like, oh, we got a half an hour more. No, I thought the plot was done. Four I stars. thought like, I thought like, you know, she fire extinguished the reverberator and destroyed it. Yeah, it like, ends. Okay, the villain is gone. What's next? And then it was a whole. Oh, there's a new villain. It was kind of a, it was like pretty cool if every movie was like 50 minutes long. And just end it. You're preaching to the the choir, my dude. And William's like, you got to watch seven hour long movie. Well, every movie has the thing that, like, or most traditional movies have that, uh, the moment before the, like, the between the middle of the movie and like the uh, act, the end of act two, where it feels like it's a, it feels like the climax that the movie has been building towards, but it creates yeah. another. What's well, a false climax? It opens right? things up. Yeah, it's a false. And then the characters uh, are ending. Are re- <laughs> but it are feels like the end. Sounds like every sexual experience I've ever had. False endings. There's a lot of false. You climaxes. faking orgasms. Me, it's always me faking it. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you can get some sleep. Um. William, what's your rating? But yeah, like, yeah. So I gave it five. Also, this this movie could have been really? seven seven minutes long, knowing the story is seven pages long. Yeah, I love this movie. This is a uh, horror classic. It's awesome. This is horror? Yes. This is what horror is? Horror is, uh, you know, typically anything supernatural or something where you don't know if it's actually happening, happening or if you're going crazy. That's like the standard uh, well we knew this was happening or was it no, it was yeah, also it was. about like schizophrenia or whatever like like you know he's in like the the mental hospital and like she believes he, like what he's saying is real or like she's like let's find it it's like yeah it's a movie about like what if you believed what somebody who was schizophrenic was saying right yeah that was that was like her profession that theme of like madness is like a big thing in yeah uh, hp lovecraft yeah yeah in the final scene when she believing in the madness well you know madness is one of those great bands it's 